And welcome back to another episode of Donut Squad Radio, your one-stop shop for news, chats, and reviews on the nerdy world that you love. My name is Adrian, and I'm here with my best good pal and co-host, Colin. And together, we'd like to say to all who come to this happy place, welcome. Colin, say hey to the people. Ooh, hey, people. Welcome. You like you like that? Yeah, uh, I really like that intro. I love that intro. See, Great I was, I was at this... Uh, I was driving into a work event in a DC last week. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to Rebel Force Radio and I was just like thinking about things that we could improve on here. We gotta have an opening. Gotta have a good little opening. Even yeah. if we like eventually I wanna have like some kind of recorded opening. Yeah. Like whatever music. Donut Squad Radio. Donut but Squad. Donut But for now just like something that's consistent i don't know yeah man no 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 I, I, this, the best podcasts do have that you just like know that it's coming and you almost like yeah. you get to the point where you're like listening to a podcast and you know it by heart and you like kind of like say it along or something it, yeah like yeah and it's like yeah. it's comforting and like it is. yeah yeah so and it, it, it's, it's what we're about so yeah, it's, it's all it's, work. It's a quick elevator pitch of what we're about. Love it. It really is. It it really do be that. Um, <laughs> but I was like sitting at this event, and there were like there would be times where I wasn't really doing much when other things were going on. Yeah, I was just like kind of writing down a little <laughs> workshopping this. I don't know. Nice. Blur at the beginning. So I'm pretty excited. But I love it. Yeah, man. Uh, almost two weeks ago. A uh, a good movie came out. Oh my out. gosh! Yeah, almost two weeks ago. Jeez. And time, uh, time, time be fine. But time be fine. It works different here in time the regular realm. The... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm excited to sit down and do a little chatteroonie about Ant Man the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Yeah, man. Same here. Yeah. Um, but uh, before we get into it going on man which what else you've been like diving into stuff like that anything you want to bring up onto the show i don't know any big dude i've just i mean i watched walk i so so i've i've been i've been feeling a little under the weather this past week that's right so so i've been uh playing a decent amount of hogwarts of course 100 percent. but almost i'm still at that 99 i still yeah. haven't i still haven't found out what quest i'm missing it's some treasure chest or treasure uh, map somewhere that i just haven't and i thought i've been to every like tomb every catacomb every every place that it would be i don't know i'm uh, like You're a crazy i don't know i'll person. just i'll just have to keep going but um yeah. but yeah i've been playing a lot of that but also I watched Rockies one through three. Dude. <laughs> yes. Cause I was like, cause I was like thinking to myself and I was like, uh, you know, I really want to watch. Um, I really want to watch the creeds creed one and two oh, yeah. before, um, before the third one comes out. Cause I'm, I, I definitely want to see the third one. And I was like thinking them back and I was like, honestly, I haven't really watched Rocky in like forever. So I watched the first one. And I was just like, all right, let's just like, let's keep rolling with this. Rocky 2 and watched Rocky 3. And I, I love those movies. I, I don't know if it's just like I haven't 
I haven't seen the first one since I was like young, young. Yeah. But it's so it's so different from anything that Rocky ha- I feel like has become. You know what I mean? It's super slow. It's like it's it's less of a boxing movie and it's more just about a guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's way more like I don't want to call it artsy fartsy, but it's a lot yeah. more artsy fartsy. No, yeah. it it absolutely is. And I mean, like, you can tell that, like, they were on an absolute shoestring budget. Yeah. Like, like they, you know, they use multiple shots over and over again um, of, like, the city of Philadelphia and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, but, yeah, I've been, I, I watched the first three. Love it. Um, also, like, made me feel like an absolute just bag of milk looking at carl yeah. weathers dude it's just i i don't know how physically you look that way ever like i don't know dude, how, how that's possible i feel like a bag um, of pudding just sitting I, on my couch <laughs> exactly dude and uh i don't know some someday you and i will get like really into boxing we'll just get absolutely shredded we'll have a montage of us racing each other on the beach and one of us and, will get down and be like well, yep no tomorrow. No, there is no tomorrow. <laughs> there is no tomorrow, dude. dude I, they just have. There's so many one man. line. There, it makes you want to run. Th- Rocky was. Rocky was like. I feel like Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky definitely Rocky four, was like the anime I had before actually watching anime. Like there are oh, so yeah. many get hype moments. Where it's just like, you know, like somebody will say something, be like, you know, oh, it's, it's, so I know exactly good. what you mean. It's so it's, good. The, uh, there is no tomorrow line mm-hmm. gets me out of bed so many, like so often. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like having a little bit less motivation for the day. And then I'm like, there is no, it's, it's only today. There is no, no tomorrow. Like, today. wow. That I need to go watch that movie. It's so it's I love so those good. movies so much. It's, and 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 Adrian, their relationship is so cute. Like genuinely, because, oh, like I know he is so. I feel like I feel like she's so reserved and so sort of like sort of like bashful and like kind of quiet and stuff, which makes like those moments where like she straight up is like. I need you to do something for me, Rock. Like, I need you to win. Like, those moments just mean even more because you're like, oh my gosh, like, she's been so, like, quiet and kind of like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't don't know know if you should do this or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she obviously cares about him. And, like, so when she does that, you're just like, fuck you, Adrian. Let's go. You got to win now. (laughs) And then when he's like, go, Adrian. Go, Adrian. (laughs) so good good. i'm really excited for uh creed 3 dude so am i and i i still need to i still need to watch watch the creed movies um and get caught up just because i've I've seen them i've seen them before but it's been a while and i don't think shannon has ever seen either the first she might have seen the first she definitely didn't see the second so we'll we'll try to watch those I don't know. I actually didn't even get that far because I saw Rocky on Netflix and I was like, I'm just going to watch Rocky. Yeah. Well, um, I've told you this like at least five times in the last month. I got them on Blu-ray. So got them on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, you got You have both of the Creed's on Blu-ray? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. All right. You want to borrow them? Or yes, like, I, I don't know if you wanted to 
like watch them with someone else. Dude, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we should absolutely have. A I got a Blu-ray watch. player in in the uh, <laughs> the living room. <laughs> you can borrow that too, or <laughs> you just come over, or you could. Or you... <laughs> Oh, you can dude. watch it at my house and I'll just be upstairs. <laughs> I'll just stay upstairs. It's fine. Um, that's funny. Yeah, man. Um, but what, how about you, man? I I mean, other than that, I haven't really been doing much. Um, also playing more Hogwarts, not yeah. as far as you, but I'm I've been putting in some hours. Um, outside of that, I'm still hooked. Oh still yeah. Oh, got yeah. me in a chokehold. Um, outside of that, um, Let's see here. Continuing on with like the Oscar movies. That's been fun. Trying to crank mm-hmm. out as many as I can before the Oscars on the 19th, I think it is. Oh, um, okay. And then it's not, it's that weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe it's not. It might be. It might not be. I don't know. <laughs> it might be that it might be March 12th that the Oscars. Are on. I'll find out. I'll look it up. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot of movies to watch. And then um, still watching Disney movies. I'm up to uh, just watch Tangled yesterday. Oh, nice. I've been running through these movies. Like, I had never seen Princess and the Frog. And that movie is really good. Is it? Okay. It's, yeah, because I I never saw it either. I've seen little tidbits of it, but I've never I've never actually watched it all the way through. It is everything that's good about the the, like golden age of disney it's like okay it is very classic disney it's really well written um that gets me excited for the uh revamp of splash mountain then yes me too i was Mm -hmm. just thinking i was thinking the same thing when i was watching it um and i hope they put in now i really want to go get some really good like louisiana food like cajun food oh like um jambalaya bros i want jambalaya yeah Oh, it's a great food truck, <laughs> right? That's I uh, it's so good. Free plug for Jambalaya Brothers <laughs> yeah. food truck in food the truck. DC area. <laughs> it's so good, man! Oh my gosh, they used to come to our work. Same, I think every like every other Thursday or something, and I would always get best thing on the truck, man. Best thing on the truck. Was it? Is That's that what literally it's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I was like, I was like, it's, yeah. yeah. What is it? <laughs> best, best thing on the track. What is it? What is yeah. jambalaya? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, it's like a. Also, their portions are incredible. Like they load you up, but a whole bunch of dirty rice, jambalaya on top. You get that. Um, that um, it's like, it's a it's a corn, but it's like a spicy corn, like street corn. It's, it's not street corn. Oh man, I can't even. I can't even think of it. Um, but either way, it's yeah. They've got the like. They've got the sausage in there. Got the gumbo on top. Oh, it's oh. it's so good, dude. Um, I want. I want jambalaya. I want um, like crawfish. Mm-hmm. Like a crawfish boil with like the corn and potatoes in there. I've never done a crawfish boil, and like you have crawfish boil. I've never done a crawfish boil, and like the way like people like say you're supposed to eat them, like you like suck the head of them. Yeah, if I ate crawfish again, the last time I ate crawfish was in college, and mm-hmm. if I if I ate them again, I would watch 
at least 20 minutes of YouTube videos before going in. <laughs> so I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> so you don't look like a fool. Yeah, I've done that before. I've done that before a, um, uh, like, uh, Maryland crab crab fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 100% done that because I've been like, I don't want to look like an. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> but also, um, some beignets. There are a lot of beignets in Ooh. Princess and the Frog. So I watched this yeah. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And like, so like, I was picking up Marley from the vet, one of our like, little routine whatever traditions when i pick him up from a long day at the vet is i get chick-fil-a and i get him a little little snacky poo like a filet or something like that he deserves it 100%. he does he deserves the world so we got that and watch princess and the frog so good nice um, what'd you get yeah i got like three meals <laughs> yeah i got um a 12 piece regular 12 piece grilled nugget mm-hmm. and then i got a um spicy deluxe sandwich with fries oh that sounds great yeah it was it was really good um Dude, i'm hungry <laughs> yeah me too is this a food now. podcast yeah <laughs> foodie podcast um but yeah i mean other than that today was a big star wars day um mm-hmm. mando season three episode one came out which i in typical fashion woke up before work and watched it and um, it is exactly what you want out of the Mandalorian. It was amazing. Um, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I won't say anything else. And then uh, I've been watching the Bad Batch every week. Mm-hmm. And right now is a really fun time in Star Wars where we get Bad Batch and Mandalorian every Wednesday. Oh, so, wow. Cool. Yeah. For the entire month of March, we get both. Dang. Yeah. And Bad Batch was intense today it was like dude they are diving into stuff that like really serious stuff it's really mm-hmm. cool i i am in love with this show it's so good i'm gonna go back and just rewatch from clone wars because it's i don't know picking up on old stuff from clone wars and stuff like oh, that. oh cool Dang. it's amazing okay. it's amazing i i'm so happy with it so um yeah if you're out there not watching bad batch go watch bad batch that's you two, Colin, go watch Bad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to me, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, halfway through saying that, I was like, Colin, I don't watch Bad Batch. <laughs> it's so good. Um, this, just to give you, like, this episode dealt with, like, cloning, but also you see, mm-hmm. like, the fallout of what happened in the Kaminoans. You get, like, oh. some Republic commandos in this episode. Oh, cool. You get a lot of, a lot of Republic gunships. Heck yeah. And uh, V-Wings, which turned into TIE Fighters. It was a, mm-hmm. a cool episode. Um, I watched it like right before we got on here. Um, but anyways, enough of that. We're here for a reason. For uh, Quantum Mania. We're for, here for ants. We're here for the ants. Um, <laughs> dang. Yeah. So it's been almost, it's been like a week and a half since we saw it. Yeah, um, just because of our schedules, we haven't been able to really chat about it. But this is cool because we really only have talked about it that one night that we saw it, and then since mm-hmm. then we haven't really talked about Ant Man and the Wasp. So like, I really don't know really how you feel about it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, um, like, do you would would you like to start out with what your initial thoughts were and like sort of what what your thoughts are now that you've been able to it's been able to brew for a couple weeks now yeah definitely um 
I think it'd be a good starting point would just be like initial thoughts. We both give our high low. Um, mm-hmm. So initial thoughts out of like walking out and since since kind of thinking about it, um, you know, I give it like a like a seven seventy two percent. It definitely in the grand scheme of the MCU, it is very middle of the road. Um, maybe like upper middle of the road, um, higher middle, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I had the best time watching this movie because it really was a comic book being brought to life. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of the comic book, uh, illustrators who originally, made you know ant-man the quantum realms and all these things if they were alive to see this uh i know some of them are but you know if if those who aren't uh could see this movie they'd just be happy as a clam seeing this this world being brought to life and it you know the whole time i was just looking at it, i was like this really is straight out of a comic mm-hmm. like this is so cool oh, yeah. um so that's something i really enjoyed there are a lot of aspects of this that i loved there's one aspect of it that we're going to talk about a lot that I think brought the movie up a lot for me, which is Kang. Yes. Oh my God. Um, but I really liked it. I think it was, um, and also I think a 72% is a pretty, you know, average to higher average score. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I, you know, I definitely didn't think it was bad. I definitely don't think it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't deserve the whatever 48% rating that it's getting on rotten tomatoes from the critics yeah um so my my i'll start with my high point and i do think my high point was kang like yeah jonathan it's, it's hard not hard not to be yeah like he was he demanded your attention mm-hmm. every single scene that jonathan like that he was in jonathan majors like I couldn't keep my eyes off of him. Every time he was talking, like there was nothing that was going to distract me. Not even we'll get into this. Those shithead little oh, kids oh. in our theater. <laughs> yeah. But um, bad experience. But uh, that like he he really he was amazing. Um, and there were a lot of great parts of this movie, but he was written really well, and he gave that performance really well. Mm-hmm. Um. My low, unfor- I think my low is actually also <laughs> Kang because <laughs> it's not a Kang movie. And like, I right. think, you know, like it's he definitely wasn't a low, but the fact that he was such a pivotal or he was such a focus mm-hmm. or that's great. Like in Infinity War, like Thanos is the protagonist, essentially. Yeah. Um. Or he's a huge focus and you're seeing his storyline throughout that movie. Um, and that's really great for that. But that's not the case here where like right. Kang wasn't Kang wasn't the the protagonist or anything. It was just like he was the he he shined brighter than everyone else mm-hmm. in this movie. And so, it just it he they he didn't have that same he didn't have that same moment that Thanos was able to have and and maybe he will like when we actually go into you know uh like the council of kangs and in actually seeing what they are trying to accomplish yeah but he he just didn't have that moment where 
you can almost side with him. You know what I mean? Where like Thanos oh, yeah. is like doing it, it it's it's a burden on him. Like that he's yeah. trying he's trying to do what's right and he's driven by what he believes is right and what some people actually might view as right as well. Like, you know, like he's he there's there's a sympathetic aspect aspect to what he's doing. He's not it's not evil for the sake of being evil. Right, right. It's it's he really is driven by this thought that what he's doing is the right thing for humanity or for the universe as a whole. But mm-hmm. I also want to say I'm not relating I'm not comparing this movie to Infinity War. Right. Where I know right. I know yes. some people are. They're like, "Well, this is Kang's debut." And I'm like, well, like, you know, phases four through six are not going to directly line up with phases one through three. Right. And like all because this is his debut doesn't mean it's the equivalent to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And right. I I hadn't even thought about that until like I had seen a comparison like that. I was like, wait, who? why are you doing that? Why are you? Like, yeah. Why would, yeah. The, the, this is very this is very much like a. I don't know. Uh, not not as high of stakes. Um but yeah, those are my initial thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. How about you? Dude, I I mean like I feel like I feel like now I almost need to sit on Marvel movies for a little bit because I always end up liking them a bit more after I've actually like had a chance to like digest you know what I mean? Like I'll, oh, yeah. I'll I'll look back on parts that like I didn't necessarily understand, and I'll find I'll find reasoning behind it. Um, in this I, this movie, I'm I'm definitely with you. I I would rank it middle of the road, and I think I think the only reason why I am I was disappointed by it is because of how much promise I felt I I was going in expecting because I was expecting, you know, like Ant-Man. I love, I, I I love the other two Ant-Mans again. I'm going to say that they are both the, you know, the first one and the second one are both also middle of the road at Marvel movies. They're not going to be in my top 10, but I felt like this had the promise to potentially be a top 10 Marvel movie. Because they had the setup of, you know, the quantum realm, the the catalyst that, that basically gave gave the Avengers the ability to beat Thanos in the endgame, this place that they were able to use. And we didn't we still didn't really know all that much about and wanted to know more about. I was really excited. And we knew Kang was going to be in it and we knew it was going to be Jonathan Majors. So we knew we were going to he was going to absolutely own the role entirely and he did and he did he, oh, yeah. he absolutely did um i think i think my issues kind of just fall into certain choices certain choices that were made by characters that just don't necessarily make sense and some uh, and writing the writing for a particular character i just was it cassie it was Cassie. I yeah. didn't, I, I just did. I didn't like her and I've, and I've liked Cassie all the way up until I even liked her little bit in Endgame. 
like mm-hmm. when when Scott sees her and everything like that, and that's oh not that me. part gets me all I know misty eyed. Like, you're so big. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, really cute. <laughs> and and like it, so, and that's nothing against the actress. I think she delivered the lines perfectly fine. I just I don't think, think it's it her was, fault. No, I just think it was the lines. But it, but it it's I'm definitely higher on it than when I when I came out of the movie. I was like, man, like stuff with Modoc sucked. Um, you know, I can't believe, you know, certain things happened. I, I still, I still do believe that this should have been Ant-Man's whole thing. I mean, he's, he's dealt with it before is like time and losing time and sacrificing himself for the sake of others to have time and doing time. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, like he, even the reason why he was in jail in the first one was because he, what he he hacked into a big corporation who yeah. was basically giving the, the bigwigs a whole bunch of money, and he he didn't even take the money for himself. He dispersed it out to the to the employees. He was like a cyber Robin Hood. Yes, it, exactly, exactly. And he he served time for that for the better of other people. Yeah. And then in the in again in the quantum realm. He was trying to help out Ghost. That's the whole reason he was in there. He was picking up little particles in the quantum realm to help her heal. And he had to sit there and he ended up saving people. So like... And Civil War, after Civil War. And Civil War, yes. Yeah, right, right. Trying to do what he thought was right. And he was on house arrest. Yeah, on house arrest. Wasn't really able to see his daughter or anything like that. And so... I feel like it would have been poetic justice to have him make an ultimate sacrifice in this and again, be that man who makes the hard decision to, you know, for the good of people around him, sacrifice his own time and be locked in there with Kang. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm so surprised, I'm so surprised that, you know, like, obviously we're jumping to the end here, but, um, you know, spoilers, hope, hope jumps out, you know, like the, 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 the portal back is closing and Scott is trying to keep Kang from getting out and trying to keep him from, you know, using his engine. He's got a power source now for his ship that he can basically take anywhere. He can take to any multiverse, um, any timeline or anything like that. And so he destroys it. And then Kang pretty much tries to keep him around and is trying to kill him. And the portal's closing and Hope comes out and, you know, shoots shoots Kang a couple times. They they end up escaping without, and Kang gets sucked into his own, into the power Engine. source. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, as much as I love Ant-Man and I wouldn't want to see him go out, I feel as though it just would have been such a bigger impact of a movie. Whereas I feel like they ended it sort of on a happy note. He he does have that sort of like existential crisis where he's like, wait a minute, like maybe maybe I just played into Kang's hand yeah maybe, i really like know, that scene yeah i like that too because like it 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 actually put some weight out there about what just happened 
it doesn't leave you feeling completely good about the ending. He's like, yeah, right. Well, what if? And we've all been there. We're like, we think of one thing and kind of like go down this little rabbit hole of like, yeah. wait, oh no, <laughs> what? And then you're kind of just like, I don't know. I maybe I'm alone here, but like, no, you know, no it's no, like no, I'm no. like, yes, I'm like, oh god, no, I'm having a good day. I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, what if that wasn't supposed to happen? And then like, you know. And said, wait, well, he was saying something something worse was coming and he was the only <laughs> yeah. one who could stop it. Or maybe he was lying. And it's like, I like mm-hmm. I like that. But I, I know it's exactly what you mean. I don't want to cut you off here, but like No, I no, no, no. I think at the very least, like him being trapped in the quantum realm for an extended period of time would have been a it would have it would have fit really well. Mm-hmm. And I know like they did some like last minute shooting. So that actually might have been the original case. Maybe. I don't think the way it was written, I don't think him like dying was I don't think I would have liked that. Mm, no, um, no, no, no. I I wouldn't like that either. I think even, even hope, even if hope makes that sacrifice and she yeah. flies in as wasp and you know tackles Kang to the ground and gives and literally forces Scott through the through the portal. Yeah. And then we at least we have lost somebody that, you know, Wasp is an okay character. I don't think it, it definitely wouldn't hit as hard as if Scott were were left in there. Definitely but not. We would feel terrible about how their loss. You know what and I mean? Scott, yeah. Terrible. And Scott would have this like guilt. But You're right. Right. That was like I don't want to veer off this conversation too soon, but that was one thing that stood out to me that like this movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. And like, she wasn't a big Hope. part of it. Hope is barely in the movie. <laughs> and like, to be fair, uh, Janet is in it. A oh, lot. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And she is a wasp. Technically a wasp. Yeah. So like, that makes sense. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, it makes sense because it's the whole ant family as they're being referred to. Yeah. And they're all technically like ant men and wasps. And <laughs> what is Cassie's? Uh, what's her alter ego? I have no idea. The I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> no, that's the basis <laughs> for Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> He's in uh, Kenobi. Um, what is. Oh, termite. Jelly bean. Um, notable aliases is Ant Girl. Mm, that sucks. Giant, giant <laughs> yeah, that's. Come we've on. got so we've got so. I mean, I guess she like she'll control the ants too, which is big. But I mean, I guess wasp doesn't control wasps. So like, I want bugs are free reign, man. Like she could be anything. So on uh. <laughs> On the MCU fandom wiki, mm-hmm. her aliases include Stature. I've Stature. never heard that. I have never heard that. Um, someone is like, um, actually, that's her name that is the known throughout the comic books. Um, uh, Peanut, obviously. No, none oh, of peanut. these. Yeah, that's cute. Um. I don't know. I, I keep seeing TikToks of like 
her whole dialogue was like, dad, 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 <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, I like yeah, the actress. Me too. Me too. And again, it's, it's really not. I don't think it was her, her, it's, I don't think she's to blame at all. I, I really do think she was kind of written into a corner for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, <clears throat> my, the, the high for me, and it was, it was a scene that is exactly what I wanted to see in the quantum realm after, after knowing, after knowing what we know um, with like Loki from, from Loki season one and everything like that. I thought this was the coolest scene ever. And it's when <clears throat> Scott is sent down um, uh, even smaller to basically retrieve the power source for Kang that was also sucked down smaller uh, by, uh, by Janet like way back when. Yeah. Um, and, and while he's in there, he's in a, what what did they call it? They call uh, it like a probability a probability yes. storm. Probability storm. And so basically the way they show that is every decision that he could make. <laughs> hang on, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. We love sorry honey. About that. Yeah. This, this is a dog friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> she, there's always there's always a fox that hangs out in the front of our house like every night. And just taunting her. her. Yes, he just <laughs> sits there and does nothing. But okay, Marley um, was squeaking his squeaker toys before, so <laughs> he's passed out with his face on my Funko Pop shelf right now. Oh, honey, maybe you should take a nap too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so every decision he basically branches off into another being, like of another Scott shows up. And, and like they branched. all think that they're the original one. Yeah, yeah. They're they're all different. They're di- it's a different probability of like choices that they could have made. And like they they have the great beat beat of like you know one of them is in his Baskin Robbins uniform. <laughs> He's like, where that. am I? And then like they're all talking. They're all talking. You just hear, hey, do you have ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> one of them asks, and that's that's like I. That was the one joke, uh, genuinely, like one joke that felt like the other. Ant-Man. I want to, I want to, <laughs> did that? Okay. I'm thinking of a very specific scene from another movie. And there's two that I think you're going to say, but is, did that remind you of any other scene? Oh man. For some There's, reason, the the delivery of it reminds me of "I'm gonna need to ride home." Oh, that's a good one. I but, wasn't thinking of that. Oh, scary movie three for those who are listening. Um, there's two. There's there are two that like. Is it the Ringer? One of them is the Ringer. For yeah, yeah, I mean, that just has to do with ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the other one? I can't. I can't think. Of it. In a into the spider-verse we're like he took a bagel oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like so much is going on around it and you just hear like a little like a little someone thing. caring about something they shouldn't care about in the moment <laughs> like and like i don't yeah i don't know that yeah yeah see like that that part was great and also and also like when they all <clears throat> 
everything is going nuts and he's basically like getting he's becoming covered in a whole bunch of scots like he's just he just keeps branching out they keep creating more and more and more and then they have a great point where they realize that they all want to do that for cassie yeah they all they all have the same goal and so he's basically able to like control all of the different versions of himself because they all have the same goal and I thought that was so cool. That it's such a great idea, and it also shows how much he loves Cassie and how much you know, like every That's just version part of, of him. him. Yes, yeah, every version of him, no matter what what time variance, no matter what probability it is, they're all going to always want to do what's best for Cassie and what's going to help her. So that was like that was a perfect scene to be in this movie. And I love that. I, yeah. that was absolutely the high of my scene. The, Jonathan Majors is a close second because he was terrifying when he, when he was on screen, he was brooding. He was, you know, he felt like he ran that shit. Like he was he, composed. He was incredible. Um, there were, there were certain scenes with him that, <laughs> that, that makes it makes it difficult for me to not compare him to Thanos when he's like running stuff the way that he was. But then I do, we really do need to separate the two because this is a Kang who does not have all of his stuff. It's also just one Kang. You know what I mean? Like the whole idea is that, you know, he's been able to conquer because he's had his technology and everything like that. So the fact that people are like, oh, well, how bad could this guy be if Ant-Man can take him down? It's just like, you oh, got to understand, break. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is an underpowered Kang. And he yeah. still vaporizes dudes. Like, yeah. like straight up, just one shots, multiple people, and they just go to dust. Um, yeah. So my, uh, that, that scene would be my high. My low is I I and I'm not I'm not even gonna say just Cassie in general because there went there I didn't hate her the whole time I didn't dislike her the whole time yeah. I think I think one of my low parts where it was the you know just don't be a dick scene because it, it was just it felt like lazy writing that felt I, like it was trying to play for a laugh but it was yeah. sort of just like meh. And, like, I feel like it could have had the, I like what it was going for, mm-hmm. and I like what came out of it, but I didn't like just the execution. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was, like, a good part for MODOK to um, have some character development, probably yeah. the, the most character development we see in the movie. Probably, um, <laughs> yeah, honestly. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I I agree with that. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't love that execution. Um, but anyways, let's get into like everything else that we. I know. Okay, so for me, like there are a few things that I didn't like about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but a majority of the majority of the movie, I have positive things to say about it. Um, like I said, like I'm, I'm hovering in like the low seventies, yeah. um, as a score, 
72, 73%. We all get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You get the picture. Um, (laughs) But from from the start, I I will say, like, I'm going to get, like, my negatives out of the way because the Mm -hmm. rest of the time I'm going to gush about this movie. Um, I really wish we had Luis. I want to recap. That's a big one. That's a big one. That was a big one for me. Um, and then another one is, so I, I, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp going into this. And then since watching Mania, I watched the first Ant-Man. And one thing that I really missed from in, in this movie that we had in both of those mm-hmm. is how fun it was for Ant-Man to be so small in yes. our world. Yes. That yes, and you are... there's there's no way for them to get around it because they're not in our world, mm-hmm. right? And like the quantum realm, even if he was shrinking down, and you know the same size as their equivalent to like our, the stuff that's on our desk or the stuff that's in a playroom, mm-hmm. it wouldn't really hit the same for us. So like there really isn't any way around that because they're in the quantum realm, they're not in our world. But I yeah, did miss. Just... that was something I missed. There's no sense of scale. Anymore. Yeah, you know, like you, you, that that time where him and Cassie are big, like it genuinely took me a second to realize that they were big. Yeah, and like we had we had the planets or planets, the buildings there that mm-hmm. like, you know, we we had that for like for relative size and everything, but it still just wasn't the same as like him being waist deep in. San Francisco, whatever the Bay, San Francisco Bay. I don't know yeah. what, if that's what it's called, but, um, and you know, or like that, or him like falling over in the water, or mm-hmm. him in Cassie's playroom with the Thomas the Tank Engine, yes, train yeah, set. You know, that. it's like, yeah, and like <laughs> that. That's one thing I just missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't. It's I don't think it's like even a criticism because I don't think there was much to do about that because of the yeah. setting they were in. Right. And it had to be whimsical. It had to be crazy. You know, like it's quantum mania. Like it's supposed to look weird. Mania. There. Yeah. Mania. And like <laughs> the thing is, like on the flip side of that, we got the quantum realm and it yeah. was like it was really cool. Um, Like from like the creatures, the houses, all the different species, the mm-hmm. the Mad Max style kind of like nomads. Yeah. You know, like. I thought like all of that was so cool and like it, you know, was like, you know, adding the world building of Marvel and giving us another, uh, you know, kind of theater to play around with. But yeah, it's just, those are like my two little nitpicks of the movie right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, we can, we can go into just like, I'll, I can, I can break down a quick, uh, plot synopsis and we can kind of just touch on touch on parts we liked or like things we didn't like really high level would be quick stuff yeah let's so, do that we do recommend that like obviously if you're listening to this you should see the movie uh you know come up with your own thoughts on it obviously and then um you know everybody's opinion is valid 100 percent so yeah. um, if that wasn't made clear uh, before, yeah. this is a yeah. spoiler filled <laughs> it is. review. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we start out 
And um, Scott Lang, man, he's on on top of the world. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. We actually we actually start in the quantum realm, right, with Janet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we start out with with a a wasp that has, I guess, just gone subatomic, and just gotten to the to the quantum realm. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of got a little hut created and she's, she's got like a little creature that looks like camel. It's kind of cute. Um, and then all of a sudden like big, uh, she's, she's, she's fighting these like crazy creatures and out of nowhere, like a ship just is transported there and it just like crashes and we see Jonathan majors, you know, we see Kang kind of like reaching out for help. Then we get kind of a hard cut to Scott Lang, uh, loving life, man. You know, like he saved the world. People actually, people actually know who he what is kind of, you know, like it's, 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 it's much different from Endgame where the kids like, he's like, now see, he wants a picture with you. He wants a picture. You just take the goddamn phone. <laughs> or like in Ant-Man, he's like, you know who I am? Nah, you wouldn't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you yeah. supposed to be? You, you don't know me. You don't no, know me. You wouldn't know me. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know me. Yeah, yeah. Like pe- people, you know, Scott. Scott has has gone through a whole bunch of stuff, and yeah. he saved the world. He 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 helped save the world. Um, so people are recognizing him on the street. He's doing great. Um, but his daughter Cassie, man, she's. You know, Apple doesn't fall far too far from the tree. She's getting no in trouble way. with the cops. She's getting arrested. She's trying to help out with. Uh, they were having like a a homeless uh, uh, protest um, or something. Yeah, I think like they're. I think the city was like clearing out. Right. Uh, right. like tent. You know, like homeless doing, people with in yeah. the tent. They're clearing them out of like areas and stuff. Right. Right. So she um, was like protesting that. And so, so she gets. She, he's got to pick her up at the station. She was arrested. And like this, this is the point where I'm kind of like, where's Judy Greer? Where's, where's her mom? Like why it, did we, Wait, or even, even just a passing like phone call where he's like, yeah, I got her. Like, don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, her mom her, just like not care. Or her cool uh, stepdad who well, is a police officer. Man. Yeah. I love that guy. He's a police officer, and he's a police, and he's a police. Yeah, like even just a quick exchange where, like, he she's at like his his police station, and he's like Scott, like this can't keep happening. You know, like you got to talk to her or something like. Yeah, it it was just something that like stood out to me that I was just like, why are we not hearing anything about them? And we and we hear nothing about Louise as well, or Ti, or Polka Dot Man. We hear nothing about yeah. like, that was so I feel like it was an attempt to have some more focus to the movie. Mm-hmm. I get that. That, and, doesn't and, mean I, that doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I also feel like if you introduce those characters, like in the beginning, you, you, we almost have to, ha- we would almost, if they did, we would be like, oh man, like, you know, why'd they even have them in it? Because, yeah. or else they would have to have like checkbacks to the world outside of quantum realm, 
to yeah. like what they're doing or if they're trying to help them get out or or whatever. So I I sort of get it, but like it just it stood out to me. Um and so they they're kind of just like talking about like, oh, you know, Scott, you don't do anything. Dad, you don't do anything anymore. And it's just like, hey, leave leave him alone, you know. <laughs> that part really pissed me off. I was like, like he saved the world, dude. <laughs> he is he is the these like single reason why everything was reversed yeah i know like if he didn't show up at the avengers campus i would still be blipped yeah (laughs) still be blipped like Like... god bless you scott lang (laughs) also the book that he wrote oh my gosh is actually coming out no no way like is actually like supposed to be written by yeah, like Scott it's like Lang? someone like Ghost wrote it as Scott <laughs> Lang, and it's coming out. I pre-ordered it on Amazon. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. So I um, hope the Audible is actually like read by Paul that's, Rudd. That's I what I was thinking too. Hope, I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. So great. Oh my god! I have to look that up. So I'll absolutely read that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited about that. Also, shout out to uh, Shanna, your wife. She oh, yeah. uh, saw a Kang pop at um, Target, and I have it, have it in my possession. Yes, cool, we've cool, got cool, it for cool, you. Cool. We've secured Sweet. it. Thanks. <laughs> that I know, always look at, always looking out for the pops. I know. You got a good eye for pops. Anyways, back to the <laughs> main point of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, that's what's popping. That was what's popping. That was our podcast within a podcast. Uh, it was quick this year. <laughs> Uh, this year no. <laughs> this see you next year <laughs> um so so yeah they're talking about how you don't do anything also um we we kind of touched base with hope she's using the pimp particle to like save the world which is what it should have been used for like you see the way that they added just a little drop to a little baby mini microscopic pizza and made yeah. a big extra large pizza it's like hank world hunger what have you been doing See you later <laughs> See, like, yeah i get you want to keep it away from like you know bad guys and stuff but like come on like they're hunger's a bad guy <laughs> hunger's a bad guy hunger is a bad guy we can all agree on that you can eliminate a whole bad guy yeah <laughs> you could um but no they um uh hank and cassie have been working on a little little side project they bring them downstairs and it's it's essentially a two-way radio between them and the quantum realm so that they Mm -hmm. can map out the quantum realm now i'm i i can totally look i i get it she's she's probably incredibly smart it they they told janet they they kept it a secret from Janet, the yeah. person who lived and has basically never wanted, is so traumatized by her time, her 30 years in this space. You're not even going to tell her about it, that you've been working with it or ask that, her about it. I wish I'm, I'm okay with it as, as long as they had given us a better explanation than a throwaway line of, like oh, I forget what Hope said something like, you know, every time I ask you about the quantum realm, you 
didn't want to talk about it. You never want to talk about it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so like, I, there's, there's probably a reason that, like, like is, but, but that, that also, that also brings up a great point. It, I wish, I wish there was a better, I wish Janet had a better explanation than the classic. I never tell you about it because I want to keep you safe. I didn't tell you about Kang because I want to keep you safe. It's like, well, guess what? If you had just said, there's a guy in that realm that we, that us tampering with getting there can only give him a way out. That's all you had to say. And that, but, or like, just, she didn't, I don't think she necessarily needed a reason not to talk about this terrible you know, imagine, you know, like mm-hmm. she, she obviously doesn't have like fond memories of it. Like, yeah, I feel like. I don't know. They just made they 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 did more where they didn't have to do more with that. Right. right. Um. So either like chalking it up to like a very like. um Reasonable reason she didn't want to talk about it or flesh it out a little bit more. Exactly. But this Give this something. This like middle ground of like where Hope was just like, oh well, you know, just this like one liner where I was like, okay, yeah. that wasn't a very good explanation. Like, that's of not why. yeah. <laughs> right. And and in the end, I'm also like, superheroes got a superhero. So I know we got it. We we have to We need get a reason. Yeah. Yes. We need a reason for this entire this entire story to play out. So like I I can look past it. It's just whenever whenever anyone says anything, I, I just I hate the excuse. I'm I'm not telling you this because I want to keep you safe. And in turn, that puts them in danger. Yeah. It just it seems super lazy to me. And it's just one of those things where it's like, if if they had if they had given Cassie some sort of reason to, you know, actually explore or or she just doesn't agree with Janet. But but Janet at least knows that she's been working on this and she and and it becomes her own fault that they get wrapped in this as opposed to we kept it a secret from Janet, this person who is the one who knows more about this realm than any of us. We totally yeah. kept it a secret. I would have I would have accepted that a lot more, you know, or or just like janet knowing about it but cassie doing it behind her back after she told her not to exactly yes there's a middle there's a middle ground of like somewhere between like what they did where it's just like oh you wouldn't want you know you didn't want to talk about it and like you know like (laughs) so it didn't anyway (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's like right there's a better one-liner you could have had in there absolutely yeah or a better i guess throwaway line or just like explanation line or whatever you want to call it Right. I think there's a there's a better one in there, right. um, but hey, I think it's not perfect. Hey, it ain't perfect, but not not many movies are. All right, yeah. yeah. Um, so they all get sucked in. It starts to flash. She, Janet's freaking out. She's like, "Hey, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off." It starts to flash. They all get sucked in. Um, Cassie, that was a really cool scene. Like that was cool. And them flying through her her, her like moment of panic. Mm-hmm. And then they turn it off, and then it turns back on after right. it's unplugged. I was like, like "Spookums, oh man, <laughs> spookums!" I, I like realized I, this was a 
This was Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Haunted Mansion trailer teaser coming out tomorrow. No way, really? With yeah. Star Joe? Mm-mm. Is that? No, she's, she's Tower of Terror. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, she's the Tower of Terror. Nice, dude. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Shannon's yeah. going to lose her freaking mind. Yeah, the poster came out today. Did it? Yeah, it looks really oh, cool. Man. I can't wait to look. I hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, I really hope it doesn't. And don't don't ruin this. Um, they they all get sucked in. Um, they get split up. Uh, Cassie's with Scott, and uh, Hope is with Janet and and Hank Henry Henry, which which also threw me off because I didn't know that Hank was short for Henry. I mean, it's like maybe he's Henry like Henry Hank Pym. Oh, maybe maybe Henry Hank Pym. Okay, because like John Jingle Jimmer Hammer Schmidt. <laughs> Because Bill Murray's um, Bill Murray's character calls him Henry at one point, and I thought that that was like a dig at him, where it's like I don't even remember your name, you know, like like you know. Oh, what I yeah, mean? yeah. But then Janet calls him Henry at some point later in the film, and I was just like, oh, is maybe he's Henry Hank Jingleheimer Schmidt, and I didn't know that Pim Booster Gold. What is it? <laughs> oh God, yeah. What was the name of that one? I think. Um, but they get separated. Um, we Is go that- with uh, oh, also um, some of their aunts. You know, you know their aunt, their aunt people. They're an aunt family, so yeah. aunts are just lying around their house everywhere. Um, so a couple of aunts get sucked in with them, um, and we get uh, we get Cassie and Scott. And they're moving along in this crazy quantum realm spot, which, which also like we, I, I know we got to get through this movie, but like they, I feel like they really changed the rules for the quantum realm because in the second one, Hank was in like, Hank was in like his own pod and he's still like almost passed out. Oh yeah. And in this one, they've got, they, some of them are just in normal clothes and they're just doing fine. So, I mean, like, I guess again, again, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's a quantum realm. Things work different here. Forget everything, you know, like these are, these are just the rules we're establishing for this movie. Just deal with it. And that's, and, that's fine with me, whatever. I, and Modoc says something about bringing them. Like he says like, Hey, thank you, Cassie, for giving me a way to bring oh, you guys that's a good here. Point. Yeah. So, Maybe there's something where he was bringing them mm-hmm. in a in such a way that they're not gonna pass out or whatever. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense actually. Also, um, yeah, Hank, Hank Pym's full name is uh, Henry Jonathan Pym. So I guess Hank is literally just a. It's short for Henry, but like, it's like almost it's the same amount of. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like. One two syllable, syllables. yeah, two yeah, two syllables, syllables versus tip one, but okay, Henry, Henry Hank, hey, Henry Hank, I'm glad to meet you. I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Henry, Henry Hank Pym. Um, so they get split up. Uh, Scott and Cassie, um, get kind of captured by a group of freedom fighters. Um, this is these are sort of characters that I only started to have an issue with near the end. And it's only because I didn't give a shit about them. 
and it just seemed like it seemed like they were going for the ragtag group we got from Ragnarok. Yeah. And just missed that mark. So um we get the we get the jelly guy. I forget his name. Uh he's he's super cute. He's funny. Also voiced by Polka Dot Man. So even though What? Yeah, man. Like even though like his character Veb. wasn't in Veb. Veb. Yeah, really liked Veb. He was cute. He was funny. And also his I think I think they to your point about world building, Adrian, like the the cool shit with like he he himself can create this juice that if you drink oh my it, gosh everybody else's any any other language around you changes to your language and i guess you can you now basically everybody can understand each other so like it's a really cool way of kind of doing that and i'm like i'm also like wondering to myself like how often do they have people who come from outside of the quantum realm that they need to use that juice because like it seemed like when they went up to the bar like you could literally order it it sounds like like it's it's maybe something that's like it's useful because there are just so many different like species in the quantum realm right with their own dialects where it's like Mm -hmm. we gotta have some we gotta have a translator guys we gotta have a juice we gotta have it (laughs) Drink the juice. We need a language juice. Yeah, the drink the juice part was funny. (laughs) I really like that scene. Yeah. And And then like uh Veb starts asking. How many holes do you have? How many holes? And there's that pause. And you're (laughs) not really sure what it's for. And then he's like, he has seven holes. And he's like, like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And like (laughs) honestly, in the theater, I was like, everyone as well. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's counting their holes. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, and so um, yeah, the the freedom fighters kind of explain um, that, that we're still kind of keeping Kang a little bit of a secret here. So they kind of explain that they've been moved. Their their entire village and stuff has been moved for the capital for uh, his his empire. We still don't know who they're talking about him. Then we jump to where um, Hope and Janet and uh, Hank, Henry are, um, and the cantina. They, yeah, yeah, and 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 actually, before that, they meet up. Uh, they meet up with like this band of, like you said, the Mad Max like road warriors, like these like crazy like looking like bandits and stuff like that. Yeah, and Hope like has this moment where you know she she's like whoa like let me take care of this um and she cuts off the guy's arm and we're like whoa what's going on and then turns out they're buddies they're friends that's cool yeah Yeah, that that, that's cool that she she still has connections here um and they have a ship that like you pilot through something that i know jelly hands yeah like i know it would be I just feel like getting in would be the worst. Like I, I, I feel like every time once I'm in, once I'm in, I'm good. Yeah. I, I, I'm steering the ship. I'm doing my job, (laughs) but that like, it's like getting in the swimming pool. It's like, you kind of just have to jump in the deep end. You can't walk. You you can't, you can't get in the stairs. And I'm like, I'm hoping because like the ships are like alive. I'm hoping they like, they're not, you know, I don't want them. 
I don't want them to be uncomfortable. So I don't want to be like forcing my hands through. It's true. You know, but like, but also, you know, I'm trying to get where I want to go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have to I would, play I think, every single time. I think, I think there's <laughs> like, a, you know, I'd be like. Have, <laughs> happy medium. <laughs> happy medium. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure the way through. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to. It's like stuffing a turkey. That's what Janet says. Yeah. <laughs> Are the ships alive or just the houses? I, I or are they all one the same? Oh, that's is the house. They flew. I I loved the houses too. I loved yeah. that how the house the house. Oh yeah, that's a good point. The houses are alive, and like it's funny. They have like a little funny beat where like Scott's like, "Well, your houses or like your buildings are alive, or your yeah, your buildings are alive, or your buildings move, or something like that." And they say, "Yeah, like yours don't, or something." Or something yeah, like he, that. he was like, "Your houses are alive, like yours aren't." Yeah. Yours, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they uh, they get a they get some gear from those nomads, um, and they head towards a cantina, which is a scene straight out of a Star Wars movie, man. Yeah, like I, holy I crap, it was really cool. Yeah, like it was it was Star Warsy like crazy. Like you had like a broccoli looking guy. I wish I wish they had gone full Star Wars genuinely and done a couple practical effects on I do too. guys. I think they they it was a happy medium where not for a second it was it wasn't like believable that it was the the Marvel world mm-hmm. because they had done so much with Specifically with like Thor, Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, those two primarily. Yeah. To build up that this is believable in the Marvel world. You know, right. I, I wasn't right. sitting there. I was like, what the, f- what, is, what is this? Why, why are we in Star Wars now? I, I, you know, I, I did feel like it was Star Wars-y, but like, yeah, definitely not in a bad way. I thought it was just cool. Well, I keep, I, I, I keep looking at the quantum realm as literally like a mini like really small universe so oh, it's yeah. almost like you know like it, it's going to have little tinges of star wars because that's yeah. what it, that's what it is you know it's it's a bunch of different beings living around and they obviously have space space travel um, where they can just like kind of hop to different worlds or anything like that. So um, they, it, it, it was a cool scene. It was cool to see like a bunch of different guys. Um, they get their uh, language juice here. So they're able I to thought, listen to people. I thought it was cool. It was like consistent with what Scott and Cassie were going through. Like they got their juice obviously in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I liked how it was like, I don't know. It was, it was establishing that as the norm in yeah. the quantum yeah. realm. I thought that was great. Cool. Right. Um, then we get to meet big bad Bill Murray. Um, he is, what is he? He's Lord. Lord Krylar. Krylar. Nice. Okay. Um, I'll be honest. I was expecting more out of Bill Murray. It just because I was like, I was looking for like a genuine laugh from him and like parts, parts of him were really good. Parts of him, like almost felt like almost felt like um uh 
Jeff Goldblum in in Ragnarok. Where oh. He's sort of like whimsical. Yeah. He's sort of like uh, like everything's good here for me. So like I don't I don't really care about other issues. Kind of like you know pompous, I mean? selfish. You yes. know. And like I was getting I didn't like his I didn't I didn't like his character. That doesn't mean I'd think he's like a poorly written character. I think he's a, mm-hmm. a well written character. I just didn't like him. Um but it was very like Hugh Hefner, but like yeah. <laughs> very like oblivious to reality and really annoying. But it was a well written character. Yeah, you like you're not supposed to like him. You yeah, know? like yeah. But I was just like, oh, I want just put his character from Caddyshack in. Here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was really hoping for some like Bill Murray ass like like laughs. Or just put, but like let him be himself like in uh Zombie Land. I just yeah, <laughs> it's just and here's Bill Murray too. Um, Bill Murray, what are you doing here? It's the quantum realm, baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, just... but uh, I liked that that he was in it. Yeah, yeah, me too. It, I think it's just sort of a they probably approached him were just like, hey, you want to be in this movie? You want to be Lord like, Zylar? Lord Zylar, he's like Krylar. That's the. <laughs> That's the, the it's the role I was born to play. <laughs> um, so they um they kind of talk to him and we we kind of get little tidbits of uh, Janet did some effed up shit uh, while she was in um, while she was in the quantum realm last time, um, and. So uh obviously he um he is working for Kang. I mean, he's a lord now and they even ask him they're like, "Wow, like who gave you that title?" Well, the emperor is going to give him that title most likely. So, yeah. Yeah, he's he's working for Kang. So, he tries to kind of tries to get them Kang's goons come in. We have a little bit of a little bit of a scuffle. Um I think I think that was it was cool that uh they have these little these poor little octopus things in oh, their yeah. drinks. Yeah. And uh Bill Murray's character, uh Krylar, like loves them and he like swallows one and you like feel so bad. And then while they're leaving, uh Hank throws one of his giganticizing discs at one of them. Nice. So it gets its revenge, which is nice. Um Yeah, I like that. Fallen comrade. And, and then it like turns in it, it goes from this like little cute thing in the drink to like this like Godzilla scream octopus monster it's like like in the cantina i was like that was a big leap i liked it a lot i thought it was yeah <laughs> too and it's and it's little little things that they like played with size again that i really liked yes you know what that's i mean that's a like, really good example yeah yeah exactly like and 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 since they were in that bar you, again you could see the scale you could see and you knew and you also knew that they were originally small enough that they could fit in a martini glass yeah so you, so you know how the, that this thing is big um uh, <clears throat> so they escape they're able to escape on a krylar ship um jelly hands the, yes shoves those hands in the jelly and and hank is away away he goes uh the freedom fighters realize that they're being tracked by a mechanized organism designed only to kill. Only for killing. Only for killing. Right, 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 right. Um, Modok. So Modok shows Modok. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it would be. <laughs> yeah, he, he says that. Yeah. That? <laughs> Actually, that would be Modok. 
thought that um, was funny. So uh, Modoc pulls up. He's pretty much like Kang's like right hand man. So he he goes out to get Cassie and Scott, and we find out that Modoc is Darren Cross, and <laughs> he's. I think I his his effect is the only thing that I really have an issue with. I think I think it's hilarious. They they played him. They played him as a joke and I think that's hilarious. Everybody's reaction to him where they literally look at him and they're just like Darren. <laughs> they're like that, they're close to laughter like yeah. when they see him because like cuz he is so distracting. And they're I would like to Go down a little rabbit hole. Yeah, on Modoc yeah please right do. Now. Please do. Well, first, I want to get like your overall take on this Modoc. I think this Modoc didn't have to die. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's my big thing. I. I. I think. I think. Other than, other than the Baskin Robbins um, joke him his dying scene was the funniest part of the entire movie so i'm glad that that was in it he is just he is so distracting every time he's on the screen i <laughs> agree my but only thing <laughs> I, I didn't think that so just knowing like modok as a character i there is no other way to do modok like he right. is he is this giant head with little baby arms and legs, <laughs> and he is always just ridiculous. Like they have a whole series on Hulu about him, and it's like a comedy. Oh, yeah, you know? isn't it in like uh like robot chicken style? Kind of, yeah. Like, it, isn't it like they're like action figures almost? I think it's. Let me look it up. But, um, I didn't. I totally forgot about that show. I might actually check that out. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah it it does look very much like stop motion action mm-hmm. figure kind of but um like he is kind of just like always comedic relief maybe not always comedic relief but he is yeah. he's a ridiculous character mm-hmm. um i think the only good take i've ever seen on him is in the avengers game oh man yeah yeah and he's just like in a more so just like he has a giant head Yes. It's he's disproportional, still... but he has his whole body. Right. And he's in right. a chair and he has like the little head piece and everything. But I like that. Like he was, I like this take and I well, like I... that it was Darren. Well, I think also like you can't, you can't have that Avengers Modoc in the same movie as a Kang. They're both dark and brooding and scary. So like, yeah. you'd be like, you'd be like, who's like, who's the, who's the real bad guy here? Like who, who do we care about? You know, like, in, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm glad it's Darren too, because it's like, we have a touch point to the first one. Yeah. Um, you know, he's able to semi redeem himself a little bit, even though he, he's the one who pulled them into there. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I think, I think when I, when I first came out of the movie, he was just so distracting and the effects on him just did not and I don't. I and the thing is, is I don't. I don't know how you make him look good. I don't know how you, like, with any sort of software or anything like that. Any any design, 
I don't know how you make that look good, but it was just any time he was on the screen showing his face and didn't have his helmet on, which helmet was sick. Like I was going to say, gold, I really like the design. Yeah. Buy that Funko Pop. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's going to like, and it's like the perfect Funko Pop because like his head's already big, you know, like it's, yeah. yeah. Don't change um, anything. But yeah, like, no, like, so, so they send, they send Modoc, um, Scott and Cassie. Cassie has has a moment where she says, "Oh, you mean the B guy?" And I was I was sort of hoping, I was sort of hoping that she was going to have a moment where she has sort of flashbacks to when she's little and was basically held hostage and almost was killed by yeah. Darren. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is this is great." Because she's going to end up facing off against the guy who has caused her a lot of trauma, like has yeah. b- basically changed her life and put it put it down the path, you know, that it's on right now. Yeah. But she like, does mention that she she does, but like they never have this moment where I ever feel like she is afraid of him because they are playing the joke of you know, Modoc looks wild. So like all the characters are like, holy shit, like Darren, like yeah, these little baby legs. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And his, like the the like flashback of him being created when he gets <laughs> when pulled out of like the water. His little butt. <laughs> it was so and his, funny. And his arms and legs just like dangle there for like, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I I in a goofy. This is like the goofy version, and less. Uh, consequential version of like in the dark knight rises when like Razal ghoul and that whole thing from batman begins comes back to bite bruce in the ass yes when it's like this had nothing to do with the second movie but it's we're, we're doing a callback from the first movie i love when things kind of come full circle like that yes. so obviously this is a lot different than the nolan trilogy <laughs> yeah, but, just a little bit but <laughs> relatable in that way where it's i think it's cool that they uh connected it yeah having those like touch points back like and and also it's honestly just smart because people who didn't people who didn't prepare the way that we did and like watch the first one and the second one to lead up to this movie are most likely going to go back and be like man i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch ant-man one yeah because i I forget how cross is you know i forget what darren's like you yeah. know um so yeah um modok modok captures both of them uh brings them to kang's uh dungeon his his jail cell um he also he also captures the leader of the freedom fighters as well who's sort of like almost like valkyrie but not she was a valkyrie. badass i liked her a lot she did. She did some cool stuff. She did some cool stuff. She um, likes. Sometimes I was like, oh. and then by the end of the movie, I was like, seal of approval. I like, dude, you. absolutely jacked out of her mind. Like yeah. I, she makes me feel like a bag of pudding too. Absolutely, absolutely. I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> washboard abs on in multiple occasions, multiple scenes. I was like, damn. Yeah. Um, so they bring. Uh, while, while all this is happening, we go, we cut back to Janet, Hope and Hank. 
And Janet starts to explain to them what exactly happened with Kang. And so pretty much what happened was he, he crash landed in the, in the, um, in the quantum realm. He explained to her that um, his chair or his, his ship can basically take him anywhere, any multiverse, but, um, but the power source was broken. Mm -hmm. And he said, all he really wants to do is, you know, continue on and he can get her home. That was his big thing. He can get her home to her daughter and her and her husband. So they start working away um, at trying to figure out a power source that's going to get or trying to figure out a way to get his power source back up and running so that he's able to take them home. Um, They finally get it working and his chair or his ship, it, it, it looks like a chair. It looks like a chair, but like, I guess it's like a ship, but maybe it is like a, traveling it's like a little pod yeah yeah yeah. his his pod has a neurological link with him so when they power it up ho or uh janet touched it and she could see all of the things that kang had done yeah kang the conqueror had done he had gone to multiple multiverses just killed everyone um and i, I thought this was great acting here um uh by Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer at just like her shock and like not wanting to give away that she saw what you know what he's done, but also sort of like I made a mistake. Like I cannot let this person leave. Yeah. Um so, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh man. Oh my gosh. I she love looks, her. I love her. She looks great. She looks fantastic. She looks a lot better than freaking Hope. Hope's haircut. What the heck, Evangelina? <laughs> Not my favorite thing. Good for you know what? Good for her. Good for her. Whatever, for I guess. Like, yeah, but I don't care. Stupid I, I care idiot. A bit. <laughs> I don't care, you stupid idiot. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer looks great. Um, she was fantastic in this movie too. I I don't think she ever delivered a line that you know felt forced or anything like that. She's a great actress. What can she's I say? She's a great actress. She was Catwoman, and now oh she's man, the Wasp. One of two Wasp. Wasp woman. Wasp lady. Michael Douglas did well. I always love the way he says Scott. Every damn word. <laughs> I like him. I like him too. Um, yeah, so she pretty much explains that she found out that Kang was a conqueror of worlds. He would go to timelines, he would go to, and this is what I also didn't understand. He drops the word multiverse. He can go to any multiverse. Yeah, he says he can go anywhere in the multiverse. So does he go to, so are timelines different things in the multiverse? So does he go to timelines and, and just eradicate them? Because that's, that's what I thought. Timelines, my understanding is that the multiverse is the sum of all the different universes. So he can go anywhere in the multiverse, meaning he can go to any universe, meaning he can go to any timeline. So timelines, from my understanding, are, this is just a different universe because, you know, you have like parallel timelines, you know, you Mm -hmm. have 
parallel realities. The same thing generally going on, but different little things. But like one little change. Yeah, and then that branches in that universe, and that's that's what sets that universe so apart from this other one. Right, right. So he can go to any universe, essentially. Okay, okay. And so he's been... He's been going to them and I guess just killing everybody, erasing timelines. Uh, yeah. we, we, I guess we're not, we're not totally sure why yet. Um, no. he, he doesn't really give his reason or fully explain his reason, which I'm also really excited to learn about, which we eventually have to. We, um, so and we'll get into this with like mm-hmm. the postcard scene, but in Loki, he who remains is explaining it as Nathaniel Richards, who is a Reed Richards and a Reed Richards variant, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think oh, really? they. I don't think they are. I looked into it. I don't think they're related. Oh, weird, weird. Or they would have like two, like, and they have like a council of reeds. I so yeah. I don't. Why would they think... have? They would have the last same last name. I know, <laughs> and got I... other than last names, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Like sometimes, like uh, Nathaniel Richards is an ancestor, or one of his ancestors is Victor Von Doom. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's probably at some point he is. There is a familial connection. I also might be missing something here, but um, mm-hmm. let's see here really quick. Anyways, I don't know. Maybe they are. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're probably going to obviously do their own thing. I would guess the MCU here. So we'll find out. I'm it, one one thing that I mean, I'm I'm hoping we have some sort of connection to will absolutely have a connection with the fantastic four at some point. Um, yeah. That comes and out. I don't know. And there's so many different like comic book variations of like family lines and stuff like that. Um, I'm reading here. Like one of them is like Kang is, is related to Reed, but he's a descendant of Reed's half brother, Arthur. Oh, interesting. All right. So there's, Hmm. There is some anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so essentially like Nathaniel Richards, who was a um he was a whatever scientist in like the thirtieth century or something like that, mm-hmm. um, discovered the multiverse and then made like connections with his variants and which it started off peaceful and they were just sharing information and stuff and it turned out right. to a multiversal war. So I don't know if what we saw in quantum mania this kang i don't know if this is kang prime but mm-hmm. um this kang the conqueror what he was doing maybe this was his way of controlling the timelines much like he who remains was doing maybe but it's oh, a much a good point it's a much more violent way yeah i mean actually he remains was that wasn't very humane either but but it wasn't going and blasting a bunch of people and i started blasting those scenes when he just is starting to blast people dude and he's like screaming zapping people terrifying scary scary stuff 
Um, Scott and Scott and um, uh, Cassie are in jail cells, and we have our first scene where Kang walks out and introduces himself to Ant Man. He has a really cool, really, really cool sort of like monologue where he was just like, you know, Ant Man. He's like, "You're an Avenger. Have I killed you? Have I killed you before?" And just kind of basically whipping out big old 10 inch dong on the floor and just saying, Hey man, I, I have dealt with you before I've dealt with all of your friends before. And it makes, I'm here. <laughs> like, you know, that they're not here. <laughs> it makes everything that we've like been through with the Avengers seem so inconsequential. You know, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like he's done this so many times with so many different variants of the same characters. And I think it's, I think it's in a good way. It's like, uh-huh. it's like he is so much bigger than them. Dude, it's it was terrifying. It was like the scene in Loki when they're using infinity stones as paperweights. Yeah. Like genuinely where like, you're like, oh, like we, we have seen this much of this universe. Like, like yeah. what, what power is like in, in this, in this entire universe. Yeah. Um, so he has he has a great talk and also he's just scary because like he basically with just a movement of his finger starts choking them out straight like come like basically wrapping their own suits around their necks and yeah. just choking them both out um he he asks Ant-Man um that he basically says he needs to go into the multiversal power core um, that Janet shrunk, like with a whole bunch of little shrinky dinks, she shrunk. Um, and so he needs to go in and make it big again so that he can use it to fuel his multiversal pod. Um, obviously Ant-Man, you know, says like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then he starts almost killing Cassie. And of course he's going to do it. So then we have that great scene where that we had talked about earlier, my high mm-hmm. in the movie, where uh, he goes in, um, keeps kind of duplicating himself with every every decision. Um, he ends up reaching it in a really cool scene where, like an ant, like ants, they all kind of build an ant hill and reach up the one original Scott. That was cool. Close enough to the core that he'd be able to toss in one of those gigantizing. What you call di- before? Uh, big old discs. Mm. I said before. Uh, um, uh, it's it's No. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> no, man. It's uh, it's uh, uh, something like it's a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> uh, uh, re- re- um, gi- giganta gigantic sizings. Yeah, just gigantic Um, he throws he throws the big disc at it, and it gets smacked out of that from because the core is constantly moving around and stuff like that. And like, yeah. a, a part of me was like, oh oh man, like, how are they going to do this? And then Hope comes in. Uh, oh, sorry. With all her hopes. With all of her, which was a really cool scene. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. But like, yeah, she comes in, Wasp flies in, um, grabs him by the hand. And then I'm like wondering to myself, I'm like, how are they going to make this thing big? Like they're 
they're shit out of luck. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. But instead they just have to throw a bunch of them at it. So like they throw a bunch of the big ones at it. It, it eventually one of them gets in, makes it big again. Um, pretty much they are, she, they get onto the ship. Um, Cause Janet is like, we cannot give this to this man. I'll explain it all. Blah, 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 blah. Um, they get taken away, but Kang still has Cassie. Um, so Cassie's in her, in her cell. She is able to, she's being taken out of her cell. I'm losing it. What, how did she get out of her cell? Oh, she was with them. She was with them. Uh, so she was being taken back to her cell and she gets, she somehow gets her Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to check the how does she get somehow she gets some out. somehow she gets out and she gets out with um the leader of the freedom fighters. Um and uh <laughs> she gets to the controls to, to the control panel. Um it looks like uh, uh it looks like now is the time that she needs all the freedom fighters to come and take back their take back their city, take back their their land and stuff like that. So she sends out she she gets out on she interrupts Kang's sort of big spiel that he's having in front of his robot army. That's because like, they're about know, like, to like go out. Time. Yeah, yeah, got to go out in the multiverse and do their shit. But like, I gotta say, mm-hmm. this was right up there with uh those other scenes that we just didn't like Cassie's writing like her her speech I was I, I was like oh this yeah this could have been like either really bad and funny mm-hmm. or just not not there at all yeah <laughs> like, like like well I mean like I guess that's that's my you're 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 totally right like I wish I wish it had some like I wish it had, you know, this is a character who is obviously going to be nervous and she is giving a speech to people like to give hope and and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. give them, give them a reason to fight. And it, it just plays off as super generic where it's like, now is the time it's, it's time now. You can't stop waiting. You can't keep waiting around. The time is now. And that's pretty much like all she says. And it, it, yeah. And it wasn't even like written well for her to be awkward. It was just like, Mm-mm. it just felt like something that I w- I could write for my, like, like a high school project. If I was yeah, absolutely. Film absolutely. class. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, you could write something a, better. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it like wasn't, I didn't get hype. I didn't, I did not like if I was part oh, of the Freedom didn't. Fighters, man, like I'd be like, no, like I'm going in my, like, who, who, I'm going in my living house and me and my house don't ever away. talk to me or my house again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that. Um, yeah. but, 
But but the Freedom Fighters apparently did because they come and they show up. Uh, and Ant Man gets big. He comes in. He goes, "King, we had a deal." Even I like I that. Like I liked that. But I was like, "But Scott, you went back on your deal, brother. So what do you what do you expect him to do? You didn't give him his his engine well, back." Kang was like going back on it before he went back on it, I think. Whoa. I th- like I'm he pretty started sure. to like take Cassie like away or something like that. Or he was gonna like kill them or something like that. Probably. I'm pretty sure he went back on it first. Probably. Han shot first. <laughs> oh. Then Modoc is, you know, like uh uh Modoc is chasing after Cassie. They have kind of a fun like chase scene. Um, and then she grows super big for the first time, which is also cool. Was I thought was cool. It was cool. Um, I liked all of this that happened because of this. Yeah. And then she pretty much puts Modoc in his place and is like, dude, like Darren, just stop, man. Like whatever this is, just stop. Like, and he's like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. I'm a dick. I liked this scene. I, I like just didn't like the end of just don't be a dick. Like I that was lazy. Uh, I, I think, didn't I didn't like it. I didn't love that either, but I did like Modoc's side of it. Darren's just side not of it. Like, knowing what to do. He's like, <laughs> look at me. Like and he's just like working his little arms. And he's like, Well I I've always been a dick. And like yeah. I thought I don't know. I thought that was I thought that was good. And it was sad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, you definitely like start to feel for Darren. Like, yeah, because like, like you know, it's. I like, I, I, I think I'm in the minority, like among like fans, but like I just really, really liked Modoc. <laughs> you really liked Modoc. Hey, hey, man, I'm gonna get that Modoc Funko Pop. Get that Funko Pop, man. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be know. a great Funko. Like honestly, I, I'm like just picturing it. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. Um, so Cassie kind of like smacks him down and stuff like that. And now, man, oh my gosh, Kang has had it. Kang has had it. He goes I full blown, this. full armor, full helmet, just comes on out and is just zapping mofos all over the place, like just disintegrating people. Every I, shot, just wiping them. This was scary. Like, like there's so much hope with like the resistance coming in mm-hmm. and you know really pushing them back and then he comes out of no like Kane just comes out from uh his tower and just literally disintegrating people like war of the world style. Yes. And I thought I thought that was terrifying and then while I'm thinking of it I loved his costume so much. It's so good. It's so good and I'm so glad it wasn't like CG or anything oh, like that. It was so comic accurate but in like a practical way where like yeah they're not gonna make him blue but then they had the blue like screen like yes you know what i mean and his yeah. eyes turn blue that was just the perfect way to do it i love it that. was so cool and i like how i like how his scars on his eyes like the lines oh. like line up with the mask as well yeah that was sick I hope we learn more about that too. Like I hope I hope like that's part of like the origin or something like that. Where like yeah, there's something. Um 
yeah, he starts he starts coming out. He's he's destroying people. Um, Scott scoops him up and slams him into a wall. Um, they're having a big old brawl, big old fight. Um, at some point, we have like a uh, we have a scene with Cassie and Scott where he's like, "Oh man, like you're huge. It's like hugging. It's like hugging Godzilla." Yeah. Um, and then they talk about it, which I thought was funny that they talk about, it's just like, I could just eat everything. And it's like, yeah, I like, love hey, that. I mean, that's that what makes I was sense. talking like, about. Yeah. <laughs> like anything, anything in your stomach would be like microscopic now. Like yeah. you're so big. So <laughs> you're probably so hungry. And she like passes out. She's like, Oh my God, I really want citrus. Like that callback <laughs> to civil wars. Like, does anybody have any orange slices? <laughs> I thought that was funny. I didn't even catch that. That's funny um yeah so they they have a good moment him and ant girl and then um and it's looking bad honestly because kang it has had it with them he's getting really angry now he's got a um um he's got a big old force field around him and then hank comes in and he's like Scott, Scott. the ants, the ants, Ants. they've, they've always been here. They went down, they went down, they went down a time paradox or something like that. They've lived. These aren't my original ants. These are generations and generations and generations of other ants that have become incredibly like hyper intelligent ants. And they have like technology and and they have armor. (laughs) I love this. This was, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I would have been okay if it was I would have been okay if it was just ants. I don't even think they had to toss in the like super intelligent side of it. I I would have been cool with just like just the sheer number of them and the size of them were enough to hold off Kang just for the seconds that they needed. Yeah. So like it was just so out of left field that I was just like, what are you See, talking about? I think I kind of would have rather had no resistance help or maybe yeah. like a small group and like um, Scott, Hope, and Cassie are fighting Kang mm-hmm. and they're about to get destroyed, you know, all this stuff. And then the ants come in. But then again, then we wouldn't have had the scene of Kang just disintegrating people, which yeah. we needed. Well, he could but be doing that to ants, and I would wouldn't. Feel bad. I don't, I don't I would think it would have bad. hit the same. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I want to see. I need to see him murdering people. I gotta see it. I just that's <laughs> all I went to this movie to see. It's a big part of the reason. No, I was gonna see it no matter what. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, ants. Yeah, man, the ants. They, ants. They, so, so my question is like, do we now like? Did they bring any of the ants out? I don't think so. Cause, no. No, because they, oh, all... they all jumped into the portal. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, dude, we've got some, like, if they ever need help, man. Ants. Ants. And, like, I've heard a lot of criticism, like, oh, Kang is getting destroyed by ants. I'm like, one thing, this is, a, this is an Ant-Man movie. I don't know what you expected. Yeah, man. But like, there is going to be an army of ants in the quantum realm. Absolutely. Like, that... In what world does that not make sense? But also, this isn't this isn't the 
for lack of a better term, Endgame Kang. Yes. You know, it's no, like this isn't the not. final Kang that we're going to get. Not you know, referring to the movie, but like this isn't the final form we're going to get. No. Of Kang. Right. This is either we're never going to see this variant again, or we're going to see him way stronger when he gets out of the engine, whatever thing or yes. something. I don't know. There are a lot of different ways he could come back if he comes back. But we saw with the post credit scene that he doesn't need to because there are a lot of other Kangs that we could see. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that's my big thing. Like, I'm trying to I I enjoyed the movie like 10 times more when I isolated this Kang to just one. Yeah. Like, like I was like, he caused, he caused this much, you know, havoc and was able to basically run an entire universe without all of his technology, without like the power source that drives, you know, mo- most of his technology. And there are, almost an, like an infinite amount of him, you yeah. know, like running around. So just imagine having to deal with an army of Kangs or, you know, one that even one that has all of his shit. You yeah. Know? It's crazy. Yeah. So they, um, it, it ends up, you know, like uh, <laughs> Kang is holding off all the ants with a big old force field. They can't get through. Um, and <laughs> Modoc comes flying in and what does he what does he say again he says like i'm, I'm not, not a dick. dick and crashes into uh kang's force field kind of breaks it and kang starts getting like ripped apart by by ants he's he's getting pulled every which way like a much more like visceral scene than i expected to see honestly like i was like scared for a second i was like yeah oh my god um modok with his like last words he's like <laughs> he says oh, i love this he says you know scott like i always looked i always viewed you, viewed you as a brother and like scott's like you did <laughs> like, <laughs> and like you look back on like how they were in ant-man one it's so funny like they they had barely met like in Ant-Man and like, he hated did. scott because he yeah. like Hank trusted him with the suit and everything. Right. Like, I I just love how like dramatic and like I don't know. And and they made and that. like and then he goes, um, hey, at least you know, at least at least I died in Avenger. Like and and like, Scott in that moment is just like, <laughs> just let him have this. Yeah, yeah. He's just like looking around, and I'm like, like a- it, it does it in this in this scene how distracted how how wild modok looks works for me because because it is such a funny scene like any of the other scenes that he's in when they're trying to even if he's in the background and they're trying to explain something serious i'm just like i i can't take any of this serious with that head in the back well he was in the scene um when Kang was in the like talking to Scott and Cassie in the like prison cells, and he was in the background, but then you get a scary moment when like Kang like controls his suit. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Don't speak right now." I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's like, man, Darren, you've been you've been dealing with some stuff down here, Modoc. Yeah, for faux show. Sure. Um, 
so they're all getting back and um they were able to figure out some way of of um getting some sort of portal back to their regular realm i i forget how they did this i i don't remember how they did this um i forget too um but anyway they've got a way back so they're all kind of jumping through and then um scott is the last one and kang comes out of nowhere dude jonathan major's arm that's all i need to see to see creed 3 man like, Dude, he he immediately forgot what movie he was in, 100%. and he was like, "I'm fighting Michael B. Jordan right now." This it actually was like scary as hell because like he was, I I really thought he was going to kill Scott. Yeah, it was like, a it was a, punches. It was a brutal fight scene. It was a really good fight scene. Yes, but like one that it's not like Cap and Winter Soldier in the street. Where you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is badass. This was like, hey, this was like, like I, I don't makes your stomach good. turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're fighting, and pretty much like, um, <clears throat> Kang is like, you know, you're you're not going to win this or anything. Like I told you, you you're. What does he say? He says like you're you're out of your league. I told you you were out of your your league, yeah. and you're not going to win this. Um, and then finally, uh, Scott is like, you know. I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. And he yeah. jams a whole bunch of the um, itsy, itsy, itsy bitsies into the uh, <laughs> into the multiversal power engine, a uh, power core again. Yeah. And Kang is freaking out. He's like, no, 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 no. And Kang gets sucked in as well. And it looks like it hurts, man. Like, honestly, it looked like when Yellow Jacket, when Darren... Like got like yeah like malfunctioned and m- malfunctioned. I said malfunctioned when hey, his man. mouth functioned. <laughs> malfunctioned <laughs> when his suit malfunctioned. Um, yeah, it looked it looked really painful. So we think this Kang has been sucked in. Also, I totally forgot to bring this up, but uh, this Kang was actually exiled to the quantum realm by the oh. other, by the other Kangs. I I don't think I ever brought that up. No, but um, we'll we'll chat about it real quick. Yes, yeah. Um and then um at some point Hope had jumped through the portal to come back for Scott and helped helped him helped him she her blasts actually pushed Kang towards the power core that he got sucked into. Yeah. Um so they escape. Um all is sort of right with the world. Um they're kind of back to it. They're celebrating a birthday that's not really a birthday. I think it's one of Cassie's birthdays that Scott that, missed while he, he was okay. in the quantum room. Okay, yeah. Um, in uh, you know, in between Infinity War and uh, Endgame, right? right. Um, and actually, I was I was also wondering, like, how much time do you think passed? I don't think a lot. I think uh, yeah, in, an inconsequential amount of time for sure. Endgame. Endgame, he said that he was only there for five he hours. Was only, he was only in there for five hours, but it had been five years. Oh, wait. Yeah. So, like... Well, it, depend- it also depends on, like, he was just floating around, not doing yeah, anything. That's, yeah, that's true. So, it probably depends on, like, where in the quantum realm they are. 
and he was probably at like different levels, you know, like those, those particles, like you said, like where he was, like those particles he was gathering for ghost might've been like in their like stratosphere or something like, you, you know, like, like somewhere yeah. outside of that. Um, so time might've, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out, maybe we'll find out that they, but, the, but again, they didn't, they don't touch on it at the end. Um, and you see, you see him at, lunch with jimmy woo and jimmy woo's the same age so <laughs> yeah, and he does the car trick. yeah he gets his like capital that's, one card out i think that's one of my favorite reoccurring things just in the mcu like, in general in wandavision he's, he's just... like jimmy woo and he pulls out the card <laughs> yeah oh my gosh and because like that is such a good little detail. It is, I know. And at the end, at the, in Ant-Man and the Watch, like, how'd you do it, Scott? It's like, what? It's like, card trick. <laughs> like, you, you see him practicing it, like, throughout the movie. Like, and then he, like, like walks into in his in office. office. He's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> He's and then cards everywhere. And then um, <laughs> another joke that came back was them at lunch. Because at the end, it's like, I'll be seeing you. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, like generally I'll just, I'll be seeing you. And, and then Scott's like, oh, I don't know if you like, we're asking if, if you wanted to get lunch or something. He's like, did you, did you want to get lunch? Get lunch? <laughs> and he's like, no, I love that. They are actually getting lunch. That was I'm just going with that. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> and so that is, quantum mania right we kind of kind of kind of end there the, yeah. the, the the cake at the end tastes bad and then we end oh, yeah. and we go into our first of two post credits real real quick i just yeah. want to point out two characters that i thought were really funny in this yes um the baskin robbins guy he's like baskin robbins always finds out, always finds out. <laughs> oh man baskin robbins always, <laughs> always finds, finds out, out. <laughs> i love that and then um, the second guy was the coffee shop owner. He's like, thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. And then at the end, he finds out he's Ant-Man. He's like, $12 for, <laughs> for a cup of coffee? <laughs> um, I thought those two characters were funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, post-credit scenes, we can kind of talk about both of them at the same. No, let's talk about the first one real quick. Yeah. Um, have you like had a chance to look into who those variants yes. were and everything? Yes. Um, so now, I'm like, gonna butcher each one's name. I know that one is the what Scarlet Centurion. That's one that people are thinking. People that's are the, speculating that, but that's, he's not that, Scarlet. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the one that's the most up in the air. The other mm-hmm. two are pretty spot on for who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get like a scene of like these Kang variants, one of them being Amortis, mm-hmm. one of them being Ramatut, and the last one being this probably Scarlet Centurion or Iron Lad or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like talking about how like. W- they killed him they killed one of us and like they're saying you know they know that like um 616 the avengers whatever 
have like are starting to touch the uni- the multiverse and that like they're essentially they're pointing out that the 616 Avengers are becoming an actual threat to the Council of Kings. Mm-hmm. Which I one thing it was just cool to get a glimpse into like oh you thought this one Kang was bad right well right. we have this whole organization built on all of our variants and we're bringing them all together because we're worried about the 616 yes there, uh the avengers and i was i don't know that scene was absolutely crazy and i feel like it i feel like it also gives it gives us fans sort of a reason to like <sighs> A reason to view our 616 universe, the the one that we know, as like important. Yes. Like I, f- I feel like I feel like Multiverse of Madness opened up the whole like can of worms of like, well, why do we care about these characters if there's like millions of different versions of them? Like, why should we yeah. care? It's like now there is a threat that like straight up looks at our multiverse and is like, this is the one that is causing issues. So we yeah. need to get involved with them. So, yeah. Um, it's also cool just to see those variants of Kang brought to mm-hmm. life. And like, I've seen the comparisons of like the scene of the council of Kangs with the actual like comic strips, like the panels of like yeah. them going from like the floor of this, like Coliseum they're in to like up in the stands and all the Kangs are going crazy and like they're like yeah, yeah they're <laughs> like so pumped one, to be there hype. there's like one that's like looks like a raptor and like yeah. it's like it that one was really cool i like that <laughs> and there's like a one. scroll one and yeah like yeah so um that was cool I, mm-hmm. i'm just imagining jonathan majors recording that over and over and over and over again <laughs> so many different ones and then um, the second post credit scene, I think, is just a scene out of Loki season two. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we get Loki and Mobius in a mm. theater, which and it looks like it's like it's like it's like 18th century or something like that. It it does, but then I also think, is this in the future? in like the 30th century with Nathaniel Richards or is it Kang coming back, back in past? time? Yeah, and, maybe, maybe and to, to be like the inventor. Yeah. Know? So I like that aspect of it. I like that. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I like, and it's very clear. Like the look on Loki's face is just sheer terror mm-hmm. when he sees him again. Like I, it it gave me goosebumps looking at him getting so scared. Yes. Um, and Owen Wilson's like, "This is the guy." Wow. <laughs> wow. He doesn't seem all that. Doesn't seem all that. You know, threatening. And Loki's Ciao. like, "Shut the hell up." <laughs> um, but yeah, that was um. Though I think these were two really good post credit scenes. Yeah. I'm really yeah. excited about both of them. Oh, also, um, I I saw a TikTok that was like in the in the one with the Coliseum of uh, the Council of Kangs. Um, they're all being like, they're all being basically like transported in using the same blue box material yeah. uh, as um, John Krasinski's Reed Richards in yeah, Multiverse I saw of that. Madness. So I'm like, 
Hmm. What's this? What is what's going on here? What is this? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um mm-hmm. another thing I realized with um the second one with like Loki season two is I think it's definitely the Mobius that we know from season one. Because at the right. end of season one, Loki's with a Mobius he doesn't know. Yes. In a world that's ruled by Kang. And that Mobius would know who Kang is and what he looks like. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Because there's like the statue. Oh, that yeah. That's the a really TVA. good point. Yeah. So, it you know, that kind of leads me to believe that pretty early on in Loki season two, he's going to get reconnected with yeah. good. the Mobius that we know. Good. I love our Mobius. I know we gotta get some fulfillment with the jet skis. I know, man. That's right. I gotta watch Loki. When when does Loki season two come out? There is no date. Last time it came out, I think June. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that again. Bob Iger is the he has returned as the president of of uh of Disney Mm -hmm. after Bob Chapek was the president for like three years, maybe. Um, and Bob Iger is like great creative guy great businessman um seems like a really good thing for disney Mm -hmm. and then like that's kind of like a lot of people were really happy about him coming back and then he's like made a lot of changes i think overall for the betterment of like the the output but Mm -hmm. i know they've like decreased a lot of spending which actually has turned into like lose like a lot of people have lost their jobs, I think. Oh man. They've yeah. made they've had to make a lot not had to. They've made a lot of budget cuts. Um right. I don't know. Um, but what what I do know, that's a very that's a not great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but one good thing is I know he's looking at Marvel and he's like, All right, we're gonna reel us in real quick. And this year they're only coming out with three movies and two series. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's Loki season two and um Ironheart? No. Uh what's the other one? Oh, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Right. Yeah. And then Ant Man, Guardians, and Marvels. Right. That's right. and they they might have something else, but those are the only five things that are definite for this year. Mm-hmm. So I think they are slowing down a little bit. Yeah, which I mean Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I think... get that. You don't want to oversaturate. And some some could say that it started to oversaturate a little bit. Well, I think the big movies and things like that. The big change between phases three and four or phases one, two and three. And then going into four was phase four was the first time we had Disney Plus. Yeah, that's a so good I, point. I think right. they're still working out the kinks of like, how do we balance movies and shows? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And how much Marvel is too much Marvel. So never I think they're going to figure it out. There's not, I, I don't, I don't think there's, a, I'm no. never going to get like Marvel fatigue, you know? No, but like, I don't know. I, I think they're still figuring a lot of that out And like phase five is going to be where they find a good stride and, and get that good balance between Disney plus and the theaters. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, yeah. but a lot of cool stuff to come, but 
yeah any last thoughts on uh quantum mania i think i think i've got it i think it's i think it's a better movie than the first and the second i think i would rather watch i think i would rather watch the first over this i know i that's actually probably exactly how i feel i think I think the first is still my favorite of the three. Yeah. But I think this is my second favorite of the three. Yeah. Same here. Except there there are some scenes in the second one there are some that scenes. will make me rewatch it. It'll bring those scenes will bring me back to that movie more often than not. Yes. Yeah. yeah. More often than other movies. Point. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I think the only thing that would really be bringing the only thing that's really bringing two down for me is um the 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 bad guy you know ghost if you can even call her a bad guy like i mean you you feel for her but like i don't know you never really feel like there's a lot of stakes to it yeah i'm excited to see her getting uh flushed out a little bit more in thunderbolts thunderbolts yeah Yeah. and see if see if those uh quantum realm juices are helping i hope so me too for the thunderbolts sake and yeah. for hers and for hers you know being pulled apart adam by adam it has to hurt she's a little, <laughs> i want her to be written a little better yeah yeah i agree but i really like that actress i know you do yeah, i really like her please <laughs> <laughs> um she is yeah. um yeah well cool anything else for you no i mean this was I thought, you know, a great movie, wonderful movie theater experience, great visuals. There was a lot, well, there's a lot more comedy that we didn't touch on, like the more whole, the, the holes jokes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Little things like that. A lot of other things that I've seen that tie this to other movies. I'm ready for Shang-Chi to be brought into the mix here. Me but too. Real quick, I just saw this, like, theory that, like, before... uh mandarin had the rings like kang had the rings or something like that so that would be I'm, cool i'm hoping he gets brought in that way i'm excited to see how everyone gets brought in mm-hmm. and it's connected to kang but no i i had a great time watching this one i'm excited to see it again um and i'm really excited to see where jonathan majors goes and yeah. i'm always i'm always gonna love paul red me too you think you're gonna see it again in theaters or wait for Disney Plus. At the rate Disney Plus is going, we're getting the movies less than three months, maybe three months max after it comes yeah. out. So I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I'm, I might as well because there are other movies I want to see in theaters, like Creed three and Creed three. Um, there's a few others that definitely have to go see. So, but yeah, uh, that's not to say I didn't really enjoy it. Um. And I'm excited to see where, you know, got Guardians coming up. And I think Heck that's yeah. going to be probably the, I think that's probably going to be like the best movie since um, Phase 4 and 5 started. So, oh man, I th- I think so too. I, I mean, I know the waterworks are going to be gone. Yeah. And that's not 100%. to say Phase 4 and 5 have been bad because got some banger movies like Two. Shang-Chi, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, you know, I think Ant Man was good. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know I'm a big Eternals guy. Oh, yeah. So, Huge Eternals guy. <laughs> love Eternals. Um, but, all right. Well, um, yeah. I mean, so coming up on Donut Squad Radio, I'll be finishing up my Disney rewatch. I'm like 12 movies away, which at this yeah. rate is it's not it's not going to take me long. I, <laughs> I only got bangers from here on out. Um <laughs> Like Wreck It Ralph, Moana, Frozen, oh. Encanto. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do uh, Big bangers. Hero Six. Winnie the Pooh, two thousand eleven, featuring uh Somewhere Only We Know in the trailer. If oh my you god. Know, you know, because that trailer my makes heart. me so sad. <laughs> I know. It's anytime I hear that song, that's all I think of. Yeah, me too. I'm like <laughs> that's the next movie for me so like i'm i'm waiting because i'm just like i don't want to be that emotional right now (laughs) um but yeah we'll be doing that in may we'll be touching on um guardians what else we got what other movies are we gonna be oh man Um, we got mando i i I brought up mando Mando, that's right yeah Yeah, mando came out started today um do we know how many episodes that it's gonna be probably the usual like eight Eight. Oh, okay. Eight. I believe it's nice. the usual eight. Um, nice. so start off on a high note. First episode lived up to the rest of Mando we've seen so far. Really enjoyed it. I'm so so we'll talk about that. Um, we got a lot of good stuff we can chat about. So always got good stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well. Um, as always, this has been a lot of fun. Um, any last. Any last words? Ah, nothing for me, Scott. All right, cool. Um, well, hey, if you liked what you're hearing, please share with a friend. Pass, you know, throw, throw, pass, pass the what is it? Pass, pass the baton. Pass, pass the share, pass the, uh, share the podcast. Pass the torch. Anyone who you think would enjoy listening to us, uh, spread the word. That's what I was trying. To think of. <laughs> um. But let people know about Donut Squad Radio. We're here to just make people happy and uh, add some some laughs and some some fun, uh, I guess, escapism throughout the week. Um, you know, good time to to talk about your your favorite shows and movies and whatever it may be. Um, if you're on Instagram, please go follow us. You can stay up to date on what we're doing. Um, and if you are listening to a podcast podcatcher such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, please go ahead and rate us, follow us, subscribe, whatever it may be. Um, but until next time from Donut Squad Radio, I'm Adrian. And I'm Colin. And thanks for listening.